get an idea, I go home, I grab a uh, bottle of Jack Daniels, and I grab a hammer. And I uh, go back into my room, I take a pull of Jack Daniels, put my hand down on the table, and boom, 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 one, two, three. Hit the hell out of my hand, dude. I'm sitting there shaking, but I know it's not broke, so I'm like, God, come on. <laughs> take another pull, one, two, three, again. Still nothing, I'm just shaking at this point, man. This is, But I, I knew it wasn't broken, so one more time. Another pull, another three hits, and I, that was all I could take. I couldn't break my own hand. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Welcome into Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football. I'm your host, Noah Absolut. Always with me is my boys, Jared Williams. Whoa, glasses moved there. Just put on some cool cool shades. And Michael Smith caught me way off guard there with the dopeness. Uh, welcome into week four or three, geez, of the NFL season. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Big things happening in the NFL. Big thing happening all around football. Jesus Christ, Mary and Joseph. How you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. Last I'm week, ready I was to feeling, get this ready to get this show going. Feeling a little under the weather last week, and you know I'm back in form, you know just happened? in time for a home game at All DKR. Your and and and, and spit, spittles came across the, the 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 desk. Now I got it. Now I got Ooh, the signal. That's oh. unfortunate. Rough, but you know it's part of business. You got to keep chugging. Yep. yep. When you smash a hammer into your hand to try to get the red shirt, got to keep playing. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. Similar similar principles. This is Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Dudes Football. DM us, us all your lineup and whatever life advice questions. We got you. Let's talk a little bit about our people here. Texas football versus, I don't know, some small it? school last week. What are they called again? Beans. Beans and rice. You tea fried this rice? Yeah. Some, oh, that's, nah, exactly that's not mine. Did. That's not mine. <laughs> that's not original. Good. That was really <laughs> creative there, bud. Um, Sam? Ellinger, getting into not only the Heisman talk, but more importantly, the Texas greats talk. Ooh. Is, After is, blowing out a really terrible team? <laughs> well, it's the numbers, you know? When That's you put true. Up, when you put them up side to side, it was pretty surprised, you know, it was Colt up top with like 114 total touchdowns, mm-hmm. and then Sam just passed by maybe the greatest Texas player of all time, Vince Young, in total touchdowns. Quite impressive. Had the highest completion percentage in any game That's since good. Colt McCoy against Missouri in like 08 It feels good playing terrible teams. Well, so, no, it well, that, but it feels good blowing out terrible yeah. teams. That's been our playing problem Playing well five against years terrible is, teams. Is doing what we should do against terrible teams, and that's putting them in the dirt in the first quarter. Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's pretty much getting – he has a straight shot to being a you know, backup quarterback for some mediocre team in the Ooh. NFL. You know, I think we're, we're a little bit far away from that, but – Not for a couple of years. Right. Yeah, he's coming back, baby. So he's winning a ship. Jake Smith, Devin Duvernay, looking real sweet. The whole Bruce. receiving core, yeah, without Colin Johnson, still looking great. In our in our time here, the receiving core has always been the highlight. But I can confidently say this is the best they've ever looked. Ooh, you think? I think so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Roshan Johnson. I mean, oh my gosh, he's good at being an athlete so <laughs> that's why we recruited <laughs> that's him why I recruited it. he's now our backup running back even with daniel young healthy <laughs> yeah. it could be he's better above than, daniel young and be better than Keontae almost <laughs> right yeah, Keontae I mean, just runs scared at times i feel like yeah, yeah. I mean, he yeah. tries to be too patient and then winds up not being able to hit the hole whereas roshan comes out with the ball and just runs right he, where the hole for is. his first yeah. touchdown he ran an amazing route for that that pass that hauled real, it in that backside wheel around around the, yeah. on the outside has worked very well for us in the last couple of years. Yeah, and I, I will say him with those arm sleeves on. <laughs> that was just it there makes him look one, uh, it makes him look like a back. Was one backside wheel I could forget about against LSU. Uh, well, that <laughs> but, wasn't Roshan. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't know if Roshan would have dropped that one. But it's tough. Moving forward, uh, just a you know, quick moving shout forward out, to this week. Quick shout out to Ooh. Sandra. Sandra. But I will not wear that gaudy orange. I will not. It is not in my color wheel, and I'm not going to wear it. I think we're all on the agreement. That's the, valuable insight, That's why Sandra. I love Sandra. The OSU orange is 
God. OSU. How does God? We're not playing OSU this weekend. Yeah, we're not playing Ohio State. We're playing OKSU. Oh, I'm sorry. You're so okay. You're so great and all okay state. I forgot. Okay state. Yes. Let's get into some predictions. In the past, we have not fared well against this uh, team recently. Own five against OSU at home. I love those. All those tweets. The last time Hex beat OSU at home. You know. Yeah, so it was a different time. We were Greeks in a were, financial you know, depression. Right. The, the housing you know, market was crashed. Abraham Lincoln was just and look elected. at us now. <laughs> the various, you know, the Trojan horse. Uh, but <laughs> the USC dynasty. <laughs> I think I think we're pretty confident in our ability this year. Let's hear some score predictions. I got Texas forty-one thirty-one. Nice, love it. Thirty-eight thirty. Uh, I got forty-two twenty-eight. So all of us picking above us to score thirty-eight points. Yeah, I think and picking us against the spread too, which is mm-hmm. started at five and a half and it's wavered, it's but seven. I think it's around seven to six. Over unders at seventy-two. Which is what I got. Seventy-two. Jeez. <laughs> exactly. So it's going to be a shootout. Welcome. Absolutely. Fantasy news. Let's get into some fantasy football. A few hours ago, we get the notification. I think all we all knew was coming deep down. I didn't Antonio know it was coming. Brown, I think I did deep down. <laughs> Tony Brown released from the Patriots. Is the saga over? Will Antonio Brown ever play again? I don't think we're the guys for that question. <laughs> but it is something we have to ask ourselves. But moving forward, this is going to be a, I mean, a big changes for the Patriots. Um, is it though? Honestly, like <laughs> what changes? I I mean, they came into the year thinking they had Julian Edelman and then a bunch of rookies, and then they got yeah. Josh Gordon, and they lost Nikhil Harry, and they got Antonio Brown. So I mean, they lost Antonio Brown, but they're still yeah up from the what only, they believe they be. For me, the only thing this change I think is bumps James White up. If there's one guy that it bumps the most, I think that maybe him. I think I think it gives. A lot of bumps to that to the, all the skill players on the Patriots. But of course, besides Sony and his, I'm only going to run it up the middle every play. Twenty for eighty and one every week. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that changes. I think they're just running it right up the middle and not doing anything cheeky. Just, Sony is just because they're playing bad opponents. Sony is in the bottom three running backs for a certain level of touches in in uh, yards after being hit first contact Jeez. like he just gets run right with, up the middle every time it's weird because in college i i remember him doing all these then again it's, it's been two weeks so let's yeah let's not like you know right make a scene i remember it. an agile player in college he'll be fine <laughs> yeah he'll be fine he, he's definitely a does target, antonio brown use. play again this year does antonio <sighs> it, it depends it depends on how these these hearings go i think I think it's a little. I think it's a little far into the season. I mean, how can you just be? Because he's game ready. I mean, he could sign and play that week. One of the all-time talents at receiver, and just yeah. mess here's, it up. Here's, like here's how he could come. He back. can't have a normal day. It's week nine. A, pl- uh, a playoff contender has a receiver go down and a running back go down. Mm-hmm. And they said, "We just need. We just need it." You know, or the Browns just double down on their <laughs> questionable players <laughs> and add. I mean, OBJ and Antonio Brown, that'd be a... And Jarvis. And Jarvis. And... No more David Ricky and Joker. Seals Jones. <laughs> <laughs> just a quartet of, of studs there would be. But, I mean, it's just... I'm tired of talking. We literally... I we have, a, we have a template for the script for the show, and we literally have fantasy news, and below that I put this week in AB, and there hasn't been a week, like, where we were even close It's dominated to the offseason. It has. It's but not. But in the, it is amazing how way. much less drama it's been with the Patriots, like from the Patriots side of things. Right. Than it They're was definitely with the good at, at. Well, getting, they also didn't have Hard Knocks videoing everything. It, right. But happening. the amount of like crap that the Raiders get for well, yeah, the it Patriots got one, probably the Patriots. had one thing come up, or they just said, "Yeah, all right, we don't need them. We're done." Because the the Raiders gave up a third and a fifth. The Patriots are giving up ten million guaranteed. They've already paid. Much fair for I think everyone. Paid yeah, their share. Nice little. F- and the yeah. Steelers are just laughing on the sideline. Yeah, but they're, they're laughing with Mason. The also <laughs> crying <laughs> on the inside <laughs> from the couch in the playoffs. Uh, crazy amount of quarterback injuries. I mean, the landscape for quarterbacks is nothing like we expected. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I can read this whole entire list. You want to go for it? So a quarter of the leagues. Uh, well, I guess assumed no longer because Kyle Allen seems to be the <laughs> starter. For week three. So it's only been two weeks. Gardner Minshew, who we just heard in the, in the preview. Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, Mason Rudolph, Jacoby Brissett, Luke Falk, Daniel Jones, and Josh Rosen. 
players that were not starters week one, and now Josh Rosen and Daniel Jones you could have potentially expected to play this year, but the others, you just mm-hmm. you didn't picture them even playing in four years, five years. I mean, maybe Teddy Bridgewater and Mason Rudolph, but, I mean, it's yep. crazy. And that's a quarter of the league's quarterbacks. Who out of all these guys do you think is the current currently the best out of that little bunch? Fantasy wise, NFL, like what just is, what NFL. Is who do you want leading your team out of this crop for just this year? Because yeah, I think I, I, one it has player, to be Gardner Minshew. It has to be Gardner. It's got to be Jacoby Brissett. That's who my. That's what my head would say, but yeah. my heart is all <laughs> over Gardner Minshew. What is up with Teddy Bridgewater? What is he going to do this week? I, I. This is that is the most. He has perple- looked. The Sacers is the most perplexing team. For They're me paying right now. him so much money, and he just doesn't look good. The Saints Seahawks game is going to be weird. It's going to yep. be a lot, a lot of things will take will away, tell. but we don't know really how that game's going to turn out. I don't mm-hmm. know what the Saints are going to be like. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing LJ on that Seahawks, field. Seahawks, the Cowboys, they play us. The Jags coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows what kind of team they'll? Can be. we get it? And the Cowboys? Oh, you said the Cowboys. My bad. Yeah, this. I mean, the amount of injuries this year. I think. I mean, I think we kind of say every year the amount of injuries this year is crazy. Well, it's yeah. great. It's, it's that's why we love fantasy football. Is we come in saying this is the number one guy, it's the number two guy, it's the number three guy. Well, then number one guy gets hurt, and you know, number two guy starts playing bad, and it, mm-hmm. it completely changes the landscape. Goes to show this is why you drafts for depth, and it doesn't matter if you don't have a QB going into the the seventh round or whatever. You need the depth because people are going to get hurt. Kind of seems like you did, kind of did need a QB. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, There's a lot. Grab you Lamar can go, go pick your Gardner Minshew's up. Your Lamar Jackson's at the end yeah. of the round. Not injury prone at all. <laughs> Other injury news. Devin Singletary out Sunday. Damian <laughs> Williams ruled out Sunday. Big time rip for Jared. Both of those guys. A.J. Green's making good progress. He shed his walking boot and he's running. For me, I wouldn't panic yet as a John Ross owner, and I think we all agree that John Ross is the guy that gets demoted when AJ, when AJ Green comes back because one, he's not fully back; it'll still be a couple weeks. But two, we don't know if AJ Green can stay healthy, and if he comes back, then gets hurt, and you traded away John Ross or dropped him, then you're gonna be mm-hmm. you're gonna be the real fool there. Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, and Dallas Goddard all my goodness all hurt for the Eagles. Now, obviously, Goddard's not not a big concern there but sean jackson's likely out a couple weeks i think alshon is he ruled out yet this week he hasn't been i don't think he's been ruled out but it's not as serious as deshaun i don't think he's gonna play though more than likely won't play and that means nelson Aguilar and zach Ertz, who had 11 and 16 targets respectively last week are gonna get everything they can handle yep and i think in the last game the eagles played Ertz took a nasty shot to the ribs and he just couldn't come out because dallas goddard's just chilling on the sideline zach Ertz is an iron they have to keep him in so he's going to be playing the whole game, basically. They have they have nothing else. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really have to tell you to play him, but he'll he'll see probably 30, 40 targets. Great, he'll probably DF, smile a little, a little bit bigger when you look at your team if you have Zach Ertz on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And Zach Ertz also has a great smile, doesn't he? He really does. Love he's it. a good guy. Great wife. Incredible. <laughs> incredible. World champion. Quite literally. Both world champions. Right. That's true. All right, Mike. How you, I mean... You've just having yeah, let's, let's get into an it. emotional roller coaster with all your guys. I mean, how you feeling about? Well, let's talk about Thursday night first. I mean, Gardner Minshew. Have we talked about him enough in the in the in the first fifteen <laughs> minutes of the show? What's kind of sad but also impressive is his passer rating through two and a half, three games for a season would be the highest in franchise history. <laughs> so, yeah, it's <laughs> great for Gardner Minshew, but it's really sad for the Jags organization. The Jags history of just stellar quarterbacks, right? Yeah, I mean. What a time to be a Jags fan. I mean, on the other side of the spectrum, you got your best player, Jalen Ramsey. Wanting out. Locker, I mean, the locker's cleared out. He's talking well, he, to teams. He's, it seemed like he was saying goodbye to Boye and, and, and DJ Hayden last night. Shout I, out Raiders. I, Former first round player. Something had to have. I mean, we obviously know there have been altercations between Jalen and, and the organization, but something else had to have happened that we didn't yep. see on Sunday because – I'm probably a homer here, but the Jags should be could easily be two and one, and they have a very favorable schedule coming up. And, and a quarterback that's that's playing well enough to win games. Now, obviously, if you're if you're getting traded to the Ravens and Chiefs, then it, it's it, you're in a better yeah. winning environment. And Jalen wants to win. That's what he said. He just wants to win. And it I can't think it just can, be I that. think it can happen in Jacksonville, but there has to be something else that that really pissed him off because he said. I mean, you don't just have it. You don't just have an outburst on the sidelines. And, and he and he said reason. he said someone someone really said something that 
that really upset him and then immediately knee jerk called his agent and said he wanted out. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I you kind of have to grant it to him. You can't just you can't just ride it out with a player that doesn't want to be there. Yeah, it's, and you can't also base one Thursday night game against the Titans at home as, you know, the, the franchise is it's a step in the right direction, but you can't say that's the right. going to lead him to But the you can Super also Bowl. say that with Jalen Ramsey, that defense is still elite. Are yeah. you reading into at all about Gardner's ability, ability, not ability to not throw touchdowns after two, after the first two? Like, what was that? And it was weird. well, Didi dropped a touchdown. Right, that was bad. So, yeah, unfortunately for Didi, me, the amount of hype Didi I, had. No, too, I'm uh, not concerned about that at all. I think, I think we're gonna let him go even more and not try to run Leonard Fournette up the middle every time. <laughs> and speaking of Leonard, yeah, that Fournette, could be a bit of a game. Finished with there. 66 yards in his longest run, 69 yards. Makes sense. Yep. Which makes complete sense. Which makes it's exactly sense. the epitome of the Jaguar franchise. Well, one thing I want to touch on with that is Leonard Fournette, even though he is very inefficient at running the ball, seems to have taken a step forward in the passing game. 14 catches through three games. I love it. He's what, had, do you, what do you think about He's that? had 20 targets. And I mean, the simple answer is there's no TJ Yeldon. There's no one behind him that even plays. Like, Ryquel yeah, TJ, Has TJ even plays. come in? Well, no, he's not on the team. Oh, wait, no, he's on he's, the Bills. Oh, he still hasn't come in on the Bills. <laughs> he's on a different team. <laughs> Maybe this There's week. no pass-catching threat behind him. And, and Leonard Fournette is athletic enough and good enough to make an mm-hmm. impact in, in the passing game. And you've seen it. He's, he's had 14 catches on 20 targets through three games. That'll salvage you gotta love that. a week. In which, which in a PPR league, you usually would devalue Leonard Fournette, but I mean, he's he's been productive as a receiver. Yeah. And speaking of Jaguar receivers, yeah, a big time uh, sophomore, <laughs> big time sophomore leap from DJ Shark. Where's he DJ from? DJ Shark, dude, dude. Okay. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about where he went to college. <laughs> yeah, Louisiana State University. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> rough. My bad. <laughs> but he. And D.D. Westbrook have, have emerged themselves, and I think D.D. Westbrook is going to get too much hate for how he's played because he had nine targets and has, except for week two, out-targeted D.J. Chark. Chark's just been more productive and has caught pretty much everything that's come his way. Mm-hmm. And you always, those two have kind of solidified themselves as good players. You always see the change in receivers when a new quarterback comes in. I mean, who do you want rest of the season? D.D. D.D. I'd take D.D. I don't know. I mean, after that, after that drop, I mean, I thought the talent was there for sure, but... I mean, geez, man. Yeah, when was, when was DJ that. taken in the actual draft? Second round. Oh, geez. Like Allen Robinson. Yeah, we don't. We're not a big fan of the schools of the Jags receivers, yeah. but we're big fans of the receivers. You know, we like we the like quarterback to too. Love the quarterback. Also love that tight end's name. What's his name again? Jeff Swain. <laughs> the other one. O'Shaughnessy. 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 All right. Again, this is guys being dudes fantasy football. Follow us at dudes football on Twitter. It's getting into the thick of the season. We're approaching it, you know. Your team, you're one and one, oh, and two. The other one would be two and oh. Look at that quick math go. Um, just some quick advice for your team. What's the status of your team right now? Look at your team. If you're if you're losing close games, but you're scoring well, don't overreact. But you know, if you're two and oh, start thinking playoffs. I made a trade in a team that I have good depth in. And let me just get your guys' honest reaction on this. Watkins, the number two receiver over two weeks, and Eckler, the number one running back over two weeks, for my guy DeAndre Hopkins. Love it. Even, oh, even well, even if the, even if you expected Sammy Watkins and Austin Eckler to be the same players over the course of the year, then I'd still love it. Especially if you have Hopkins. the depth too. Yeah. Right. Especially if you have the depth. And I mean, that's a playoff push kind of move there. I mean, I'm confident in my ability to win games now. I'm one and one. This is the, I shouldn't have lost that game. Uh, but I, you I, also kind of touched on it, but don't read too much into your record. Cause there are two and O teams that you might say, Oh, prepare for the playoffs, but you they're need to get better now. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, guys <laughs> that are not going to sustain. <laughs> Mark Andrews isn't going to catch eight of nine targets every Over week. Over a hundred yards. We, a week. we never know. If you are Owen two, however, you know, maybe a time to offload a stud. Yeah. Maybe time to offload David Johnson or Ooh. James Connor. Shout out Quran. <laughs> or carry on Johnson. <laughs> But, you know, if you guys need any advice, again, just DM our Twitter. We'll help you out. And another tip, add guys that are being dropped. Uh, you know, I picked up O.J. Howard in two leagues so far what? that have been dropped. Yeah, I mean, this, it's, this you, happens. You'd be surprised what's you'd out there. You'd be surprised. I mean, if, you know, guys are, I don't blame. Guys getting hurt, guys that'll come back before the end of the season. Dudes, you know, and you pick <laughs> those guys If Hunter up. Henry gets dropped in your league, pick him up, please. 
Especially if you have an IR spot. <laughs> if you have an IR, if you have an IR spot, yeah. Uh, but honestly, hundred. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, it depends on your depth. The thing is, yeah. The 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 friends and family leagues that I'm that I'm in on my depth oh. is so good. That that yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Also but, take 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 a barometer of your league you're in. If it's right. like a bunch of Joe Schmoes, then yeah, you might not have to worry about that. I wonder, like, I had AJ Brown in the league, and you know, who would you rather have? The possibility that Henry comes back and is a stud or AJ Brown. Yeah. Give me Hunter Henry. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you always think who who's the best guy on the waiver wire, but it, and looking at your team, am I actually ever gonna even consider starting this guy? Mm-hmm. Go for a defense with a good schedule. You know, go for a quarterback for your bye week. Start yeah. being smart about things. Uh trades. Text don't just send trades out. Guys love sending trades. That's not how things get done in the world. You know, <laughs> America doesn't send an email of the trade agreement with to, to China. What major are you? Uh, you know, just the best marketing. <laughs> marketing. You know, Macomb student over here. Macomb's selling. Right, selling. How would you? How would you get a trade done? Maybe if you wanted Deshaun Watson, let's hear it. If I wanted Deshaun Watson, you know, <laughs> who would you trade? Text over uh, to my guy or girl who who has him. Say, you know, <laughs> hey, what's up? You like anyone on my team? If they happen to publicly state that one of your players is their fantasy MVP, that's probably good trade bait. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you know. If if your quarterback's not looking good and their entire uh, receivers are banged up, throw him in there. You know he's a big name, but he's obviously not going to be performing well for the rest of the season. You know something like that should work. Maybe throw in a, a bouquet, an edible arrangement, see how things go. <laughs> and uh, that's how Noah gets trades done. Maybe a little Venmo send over. A little Venmo, you know, invest in the invest in the pot. <laughs> Love it. How are you guys doing? I was four and two last week, which was a little refreshing from my three and three start. Oh, nice. Other guys in the cast weren't so lucky. I am five and five overall through two weeks, two and three last week. One and one in both of the leagues that I value. But <laughs> outlook outlook is strong. I value all my leagues. Okay. Okay. Well, yes. But and it the- shows because I'm spreading myself thin. <laughs> three and seven. <laughs> Not looking good. But I got two thirds of my wins this past week. Oh, so two and three last week. Yeah, that was a weird things way are looking to state up, it. huh? I got <laughs> not two thirds of two thirds of my total win share. Gotcha. Not two thirds. So last you had week. a better week two than week one. In- we? Indeed, yeah, I did. Okay. Thank not you. A, not a That's all we had. Not all I appreciate there. it. And I did win a keeper game this year, which I didn't think would happen. Wow! Shout out to Ben Roethlisberger. You're not, and his elbow. We'll keep going. Why don't you pull up your <laughs> keeper league roster real quick? We can. We can. <laughs> oh do a little, boy. Like wow! This is a defending league champion. Defending Defending league champion (laughs) in a half PPR keep six. Getting ready to rest Stephon Diggs and 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 then drop Antonio Brown. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's the squad. Let's hear it. At quarterback, Lamar Jackson. That's why he won. That's why. That's why I won. That's why you're gonna win again this week. Sony Michelle, one of my keepers. That's my RB one, baby. (laughs) Matt Breida. What's sad though is your running backs are both better than my running backs. (laughs) (laughs) Sony Sony Michelle and Breida, my my running back one and two. Uh, My receivers. You ready for this? Christian Kirk, John Ross, Nelson Aguilar, Stephon Diggs in my flex. Darren Waller is my tight end. Honestly, I've made a little bit of a turnaround. Hanging turn on by threads. Didi on my bench. Baker Mayfield on my bench. Those are my two first round, first well, and second round picks. Somehow that's a defending champ squad there. Michael, you want to? Michael's yeah, excited to tell us. This, this hits home He's as well. not really uh, the defending so champ to put my him two stud keepers, Michael <laughs> Thomas and Juju Smith-Schuster, both lost it. their quarterbacks. Kenyon Drake is really bad. <laughs> Drafted Tevin Ray Coleman trade. and Hunter Henry, who have Ooh. both died. Rest in peace. Drafted Kareem Hunt in the, our inaugural year in the first round because it's That's keeper league. Kareem fun. Hunt's great on the Chiefs. Right. And, well, now he's just sitting on my bench hoping that he gets on another team next year. And so I'm currently starting Kenyon Drake and Justin Jackson. And just for the hell of it, why don't I read my yes. <laughs> Please don't. We get Carson Wentz, Philip Lindsay, Dalvin Cook, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, John Brown, Miles Sanders, Devin Singletary, Emmanuel Sanders, Nico Harbin, Terry McLaurin, Darwin Dobson. <laughs> and there you go. A bench receiver on your team would be my number one. Sanders? Th- yeah. Mikkel? <laughs> yeah, he'd McLaurin? be my number two. A bench running back would be my number one. <laughs> well, I mean, trade's open. All right. Let's move on forward. No one cares about our leagues. Uh, <laughs> yay true. or nay, Patrick Mahomes will not finish as the QB1. Uh, nay, he will. 
I think he will too. But yeah. right now, Lamar and nipping at the heels. Mahomes. Someone, right. someone else is above him too. Are you sure? Yeah. But oh, Gardner. Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Three not weeks fair. Of stats. <laughs> Gardner Minshew will be a top twelve to fifteen quarterback for the weeks that he does Dak play. Prescott. Before we move on, Dak's looking through two Ooh, weeks. I forgot about him. Gardner's a twelve to fifteen quarterback. Before, I mean, Foles the weeks he plays, if he plays the entire year, you know, like we can we we can talk about whether there's a quarterback mm. contribution. You know, that later. was a good defense. This is Titans. a tough one. Like this is a tough one. Um, I'm going to say saying yes. no. I'm saying no. I'm going to say no. That I think there's deep league is... value if you're in a 16, 14 team league. Even twelve, I think. Well, yeah, you can add them. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're one of the guys that had Drew Brees or Big Cam guy. Newton. Right. Yeah, Cam Newton. Josh Allen will finish as a top 10 quarterback and should be drafted as one next year. I love this. I love yes. it. I say yes as well. Yes. This I love is a, Josh I Allen. I love the Bills this year. You know, the, the the big, like, debate was what's this, you know, the breakout team? Is it the Bills or the Jets? And a lot of people were saying the Jets. I love the Bills. I'd like to shame myself as well in that I, Jared and I, I think on air, had an argument of the Jets or Bills this year. And I obviously have been a Bills truther. I went all Jets. Jared went Bills, and well, Thank obviously, you. you know, I should be well, switching we also to the Bills did, We also did say that, we also thought Sam Darnold would be playing. But I mean, week one which, was enough you know. in which the Bills beat the Jets in MetLife. Ooh, that's true. Let's uh, quickly which, do a quick fun fact of the week. Josh Allen has the same number of wins as Eli Manning and Sam Darnold at MetLife Stadium in the last two seasons, <laughs> which is Insane! And what? I can't wait to throw Daniel Jones into that mix too. <laughs> yeah, throw in the third quarter. Daniel Jones. And so, is d- does this count? Is this his career? Is it this year? Or is it his two wins this year? No, it's two wins. The two, wins, two wins this, this year, year and okay. the wins that he had there last year. Okay. Over so it's not just seasons. this year. Okay. Yeah, I think it's probably. I think it's like four and four. I probably <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah, four and four. Uh Good for that guy. I mean, Josh Allen's just finding ways to get things done. John Brown, one of the most underrated receivers in the league. He was my top sleeper uh, this year. I think he's a. I think he's a locked in wide receiver too. Mm-mm. Locked in. Yeah, oh, if you're gosh. in a three receiver league, you start him. I think this he's, is tough. He's flex value if it's two receiver. I'll say yes because Corey Davis was like the 25th ranked receiver last year. So you think he's the top 24? And so that if I'm saying he's better than Corey Davis last year. Which I do think he will be. Then I, I yes. thought we've talked about never talking about Corey Davis on this, I'm sorry. On yeah. this show. Jared, I on. hate Corey Davis I hate so much. Demarcus sorry. Robinson carves out a role and is a startable flex player. Carvin, no. or, I mean, I'm about to call him Demarcus. Demarcus, <laughs> Demarcus Robinson, the Sammy Watkins of week two, who exploded <laughs> and probably is picked up as waiver wire number one. For Traded for Matt Breida reason. in one of our leagues. What I'm going to wow. say no as well because... Well, Tyreek Hill's coming back. I'm saying I think it it's no. It's going to be a different person each week. No, because of the week Sammy Watkins had, which is not very good. The Raiders are Raider. pretty good at shutting down the number one yeah, receiver. Yeah, I on, saw that tweet on offenses. as well. Hey, I know things. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna mention it, but sorry, bud. Here we but are. um, I think Demar. I mean, here's what's gonna look like before Tyreek comes back. Sammy Watkins, he's a wide receiver one. Put him yes. In. Miko Hardman and Demarcus Robinson. I always want to say cousins for some reason. Demarcus <laughs> Robinson. I think they are flex players. Depending, it's a ma- well, I, think, do you have- I don't think it's matchup dependent. I think if you need a guy, you know, every other week one of those guys is going to get a touchdown. You starting them against the Ravens this week? Oh, I'm totally starting. I mean, de- I mean, Who are you, st- are you starting Hardman or Robinson? It's a toss up. I mean, yeah. pe- people want to say, oh, it's Miko Hardman time because the other two had a big week. I mean, it's a toss up. <laughs> For I heard a, a interview that saying that Patrick Mahomes said in an interview before the game last week that he that Demarcus Robinson would have a big game, which is kind of baffling that he knew that. I mean, like, yeah. one of the touchdowns is complete blown coverage, so you can't right. like predict and say. And oh, Miko had a seventy-two yard touchdown called back, which was you know nothing to do with the play. So <laughs> I mean, if he if that happens, then we're just talking about these two chief studs. Sammy Watkins is getting dropped studs. in some leagues. Like, <laughs> so I mean, it's just it's not as much of a statistics or numbers thing between those two guys they're definitely both should be owned um as well as a you know pickup chiefs that was my <laughs> from day one yeah. that was my never even thought about demarcus robinson but look at him now look at him go larry fitzgerald finishes as a top 20 wide receiver i love this i originally i was the one that wrote this and originally put his top 24 but then 
figured I might get some backlash for not being Chris Hogan. And I'm saying, yes, he does finish as a top 20. I agree. He He, looks amazing. 24 targets through two weeks, 13 catches, over 100 yards each week, and one touchdown through through two weeks. Mike McCoy's gone. Him and Christian Kirk are being utilized like you'd expect David Johnson to be utilized in that (laughs) offense. And they're just throwing the ball. Kyler's throwing to Kirk and Fitzgerald, and, and I love both of them. You know, it's really hard to differentiate what you hear in all the fantasy media versus what your heart tells you. And the more I do fantasy more seriously, I, I realize to go with my heart more often. And Larry Fitzgerald, bef- before Kyler was there, the year before, I said, you know, this is, I don't know why everyone's fading. This guy had a great year last, last yeah. year, but obviously he was bad. And then this year, I had the same I had the same thought. They're getting a be- much better quarterback. He's coming and he's still very talented. He's 36 right now. And, you know, but I said, you know, everyone's faded him. I got to fade him. But I think there was definitely times where I said deep down, like, oh, you know, that's probably a great pick, but I got to listen to the to the media, right? But that's a recipe for success. A Hall of Fame receiver with the number one overall quarterback. Why was Kirk, you know, so much, touted so much higher than him? He's a young guy. Yeah. Fitzgerald still is, you know, some of the best hands in the league. Well, Kirk um, is no slouch this year either. Yeah, he's, he's but, racking up the targets, especially in PPR. They're just that's who they're throwing to. That's it, right? Yeah. They're just slinging that ball. Yeah, there's no Ricky become... Seals Jones to take away <laughs> targets anymore. Yeah, that was, that was a huge problem in the past. But this is becoming <laughs> a passing offense, which yep. and the, I think it could. I mean, we're talking about busts. We have some huge round one busts. I don't own David Johnson in any leagues. Thank God so, I don't either. Yeah, and I'm I there's there's guys like that where I didn't hate them. I just didn't like them. And there was other guys that was always available there before them. But it sucks because it's not even a not, talent a talent issue. It's just I think it is. I think it is. I a think talent he's issue. too good to not be putting up huge numbers. No, I do not think it's a talent issue at all. I, well, it's not. It's not. But it's, I think it's partially a talent issue. I think that he's had such a weird career after his breakout two, uh, two seasons. And I think he's just kind of fallen off. He's not. He's still, I'd say, a top 10, 12 running back talent. Yeah. But you draft him as the... Number five, number six. Yeah. You drafted him as the number five running back this past year. So what do you do moving forward? With him? Right. Keep him... Oh, gosh. Trade him to a Cardinals fan or something. (laughs) Hopefully, Quran kind of tallest in your league. A native Quran in your your league. Right. But, I mean... So do you think he finishes as a top 12 running back this year? He finishes... He finishes... He finished at the ten running position, and it's been—I think it's been worse this year. Than oh, it's it, been last year. Yeah. You don't have to think; it has been worse. So, uh, do we think he finishes as an RB one, which is a top twelve running back? I'm gonna say yes. I still. say yes. Too. I say I no, say just because like of the consistency 13. he brings. Right, consistency. And the volume. He had seven consistency. For Fourteen yards. How many catches? One for zero. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he Guys, did find the end zone. I don't think so. Kyler. I don't. I mean, that's the big problem we always see with mobile quarterbacks: is that play style cannot be held up in the NFL. I think that they're going to dial it down a little bit. He's going to have to learn to throw from the pocket and kind of just, you know, use his, uh, his like. He can't see over the I line. I know, he uses, like, depth <laughs> and what he feels inside to think about. I mean, if you're a David are. Johnson owner, you'd rather have Aaron Jones or David Johnson. Oh, jeez. I love Aaron Jones. <laughs> well, I do too. But Matt LaFleur apparently has an issue with splitting between two running backs. That's also probably why Derrick Henry didn't break out until he did because he kept giving the ball to Deion Lewis in Tennessee, and now he comes out and says he wants Jamal Adams' touches to stabilize. Jamal Adams. Jamal Williams. He was now a running back. (laughs) Jamal Williams' touches to to equalize with what Aaron Jones did. He hasn't looked bad, though. But would you take Aaron Jones as a David Johnson owner? No. No. I wouldn't either. That's that's a tough one. I mean, I think that's that's an interesting trade, Aaron Jones plus somebody for – David Johnson for our David Johnson. But it's amazing because on draft day, that's three, two and a half, three rounds difference there. And now yeah. you're saying, well, yeah. How about how that. much longer is that David Johnson name value going to last? It is a good question. All right. Godwin finishes the season with more points than Mike Evans. He's got a 24 point head start. <laughs> Ugh, I I'm going to say yes. I, I'm saying yes. Not because Mike Evans is better. Like, I can, yeah, there's no question. I can tell you that. But the, 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 the just the unpredictability of Winston. I'm saying no. Arians, I can't do it yet. You just can't. I can't. You knew he was going to finish with more points than both of them. OJ Howard, Ricky <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, I'm going to say yes. I, I I still think Mike Evans is maybe the number one trade target in fantasy football. Ooh. Uh, Julio Jones finishes the wide receiver finishes wide receiver one out of the top five drafted. Uh, I'll take the field. Me too. I think he finishes second behind Hopkins. Ooh. 
So yeah. I, I think it's him and Hopkins that are neck and neck. I mean, Ob. I mean, if Baker can step it up, I think OBJ uh, has a he's shot. He's just not Mike. He was missing him. Yeah, I mean, he, he's looked. He doesn't I mean, really like OBJ is still going off. I mean, even with Baker Baker's missing, Baker's quality has been his accuracy, and now I mean, first two weeks he's been. And the Jets, inaccurate. the Jets' defense is no slouch either. Thank you, giving them props. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, this is a tough one for me. Nick Chubb, after Duke Johnson was traded, became this top ten pick. He's still before he still was. Uh, yeah, and 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 now, I mean, with the the Browns' offense looking bad, I mean, is he even a top ten running back? And I mean, we still have the question of Kareem Hunt coming back. I'm going to go no. I'm going to say, well, yes to him being a top 10 running back and no to the question of outside top 10. I think we're all just overreacting just a little bit because it's been two weeks. I mean, last year, this was a guy who was graded out by the like pro football focus as the best running back in the league in terms of the way he played last year. I mean, he, he, had, a tough, he had a tough game, but then again, he's played Tennessee and the Jets who have two very good defenses. I think... I think Greener Pastures are ahead for, for Nick Chubb, and I, I think he I definitely so. finishes it's all, top 10. It's all dependent on if they can open up that passing game. I mean, Njoku Which is you on thought on. you would never say. Right. Yeah. With Odell, Baker, Jarvis, <laughs> Njoku, who doesn't have that much I really, hurt. I really do think that that offense is going to improve. Like, it all signs, point, all signs point to the kind of mediocrity kind of continuing, but I think, ba- I think Baker has that I'm really mentality. excited for their matchups with the Ravens this year. I'm really looking forward to those games. Fun. If... If the Ravens could like trade away some of their defenders, so we can get some real nice shootouts, that would be great. But Ravens, geez, good My team. My gosh, they look so good. <laughs> they look so good. James Connor. So here's a big one. This is part of the, the what happens when you get these quarterbacks injured. The entire offense changes. I have Connor in one league, uh, where I drafted Chubb and Connor back to back. Oh boy! And Rough. you thought? I thought. I was like real excited about that one too. Who do you want more, James Conner or Aaron Jones? James Conner. Yeah, Conner. <clears throat> Give me so Conner. Do you Aaron think Conner finishes hold on, hold on. outside uh, hold on, hold on. top hold on. Hold on. 15? I'm going Aaron Jones there. Really? Okay. Yeah. Just wanted you to know. <laughs> Does he finish as a top 15 running back, James Conner? Yes. I got yes. to look at the schedule. But Mason Rudolph, he had good – I think he statistically he did, he did well. If you if you watched him, he he can he doesn't have an NFL strength and arm strength. He was he underthrew yeah, Juju. He's got a cannon. Mason Rudolph has Juju a caught cannon. that ball. Just because he underthrew someone doesn't mean he's not, he doesn't have arm strength. On that flea flicker. I mean, uh, well, one thing you, you got to do is just sit Moncrief, cut him. Like, geez, yeah. you saw the interception. Terrible. That's Mark Andrews, or excuse me, not Mark Andrews, Vance McDonald's huge bump because well, Rudolph loves him apparently. Well, I mean, his depth, his average average his depth, depth of target was one yard. I think it was like one and a half oh, yards. Geez. That happens I mean, if you watch, when, you, when you first start as a quarterback. If you watch his touchdown, it was literally Vance turning around from the line of scrimmage, <laughs> catching a ball, and, and then running off. five yards. <laughs> yeah. And the defense is like, that's you can't do that. I mean, the, yeah, you I can. Yes, you can. <laughs> uh, but that, I mean, Vance McDonald's hard is hard to seventh for thirty eight and two touchdowns. Back from a yeah, I still don't like week. him, but he, I I like him especially this week. I think against the against the Niners, while while uh, you, the, that offense is still coming to form, the tight end is just a safety valve. I don't think they make a big move for him, but I think he ends the the year as a top six tight end. Ooh, that's pretty bold. That's very bold. Maybe even above OJ Howard. <laughs> well, <I don't> think <laughs> okay. That's that bold. <laughs> but I think the Steelers' offense will normalize. And I think that means getting James Conner involved in the running game. And he's a very good running back. And right. I think they still have a really good offensive line. If Mason Rudolph can be a good quarterback, they still have Juju and Vance McDonald. And he can carry the workload, too. And, and you have James Conner as a passing back as and, well. And uh, one more thing. I'm talking about our, our opponents this week. James Washington, who played with Mason Rudolph at OK State. Uh, there we <laughs> go. Funny. They're OK State. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably the first person I well, ever realized. Did y'all that. see? Did y'all <laughs> see when before Mason Rudolph's first snap when he looked over at Clowney and winked at him because they were high school rivals. Aww. And I mean that's just like a really that's cool really thing. Cute. I want to see that. You come into a game, that. you see your high school rival who's now also just a. Did you know that Josh there. Smith played AAU basketball at Dwight Howard? You hear about that? The Hawks, Josh Smith. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Never, they talk about that all the time. Back. All in right. The day. All right. This is not a Matthew not Stafford and Clayton Kershaw played on the same football team. Really cool. Highland Park. Yeah. Where did uh, Keelan Doss go to school? Alameda. 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 <laughs> George Kittle. 
finishes the year outside the top five tight ends. No, this is a huge overreaction. Top three tight ends. Well, no, I, I think that could happen just because. You okay, have, well, if you're you wearing, if we're just saying going Rangers. forward or As, on total. the year. Well, total, I don't think he will because Mark Andrews is putting up numbers. I still, I think George Kittle's is. Stunned. I think he will. I think yeah. George Kittle's the one person that's getting overreacted the most. He only had three targets last week, but week one he had two touchdowns called back by penalties. I mean, you saw his stiff but arm. The Giants, two stiff the Giants arms. The Giants, or not the Giants, the 49ers were blowing him He's, out last week. He so. is. Yeah, it's not it doesn't. Say. It doesn't help. Happen. The 49ers exactly. are going to be behind most games, and they're going to be. Throwing He's their the best ball, receiver, and he is one of the most talented receiver, like pass catchers in the league. He's a real TJ Hawkins behind Travis there. Kelsey, most talented tight end. Yeah. Wow. What about in uh, terms of catching the ball? What about right? Darren Waller, dude? Oh my bad, my bad. <laughs> Knock on wood, if you're with me. No, but really, uh, George Kittle is for sure a trade target for me. I mean, uh, Mark Andrews and between Mark Andrews and George Kittle, who you want? George Kittle. Kittle. Yeah. Good. Another deep back Kittle. Another check. Teapot. Let's Kittle. move on to something else. Let's the, talk about. Let's talk about waiver. Waivers. Who, I mean, who are you getting? I mean, you guys already know. I'm all over the Chiefs all day since day one. Yeah, let's talk about Darwin it. Thompson. So here's there why it Darwin is. Thompson. Oh, Thompson. It has to be every week. There has to be one Darwin Thompson. Mentioned. Yeah, no matter what's going on, he could drop out. You know, <laughs> uh, go to the XFL. We're going to talk about Darwin. Noah's Darwin Thompson minute of the week. Uh, Darwin Thompson. So we got Damian Williams out this week. I think that's going to be a one week un- injury, but he, he could and, be two. He and LaShawn McCoy are both uh, were questionable for this week. LaShawn McCoy is 115 years old. He's Darwin a full participant Thompson, in practice, though. D- yes. Darwin Thompson is the future of this franchise. I don't think they're in any rush to get him involved. Hey. They, I think they're aware of his They skill. need to beef him up a little bit. Right. I don't know. I mean, he's the future the over Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay. the future over Mahomes. I think he he's the future. Yeah, he's the starting quarterback over Mahomes <laughs> in the future. But this is got to get in your teams. Um, if you're in a 12-man league, Throw him on there. He could absolutely become a. Uh, you you st- know, are you starting him this week? Starting? No, absolutely not. Didn't you just say you'd start him in your, in your flex? When did I? No. Oh, that was the, me. That was, that me, was Cole me, Cole and Demarcus. Yeah. Okay. okay. No, sorry. I mean this. I mean, I still think he's a long shot for a comfortable start. Especially redraft leagues. Yeah. Right. He's a long shot for a comfortable start. What? Well, but the scenario that would happen is that that both the starters go down. And that's not doesn't look that unlikely. There could, if I had to say, there probably is one week this week where LaShawn McCoy and Damian Williams are both down, and just to have the all you ever hear to have the Chiefs running back, no matter who he is, no matter if he's like the third stringer from the Dolphins who's been in the league for six years, he's going to be RB one. <laughs> yeah. Um, if the, if that does happen though, Daryl Williams is the guy in my opinion. That hurts. I know. One more thing to mention, though, is Darwin Thompson is a satellite back. He's kind of a Tariq Cohen type, and the Chiefs do not that they don't use it; they don't need that position because of how good yeah. Mahomes is. So even as the backup, he's insane as, as a rotation guy. I mean, we'll see him how how, how he is this week, yeah. but he's not going to have it's a speculative bad. He's not going to have much PPR value as the backup, though. I'm keeping it pretty simple with mine. We've already talked about Nelson Aguilar, eleven targets, over 100 yards, and a touchdown. If he's somehow available, go get him. And another one, Scary Terry McLaurin of the Washington Redskins. If he's somehow still available, he probably isn't. Go pick him up. Through first two weeks, played over 90% of their snaps. He's got 10 catches, almost 200 yards, and two touchdowns through two weeks. I'll keep mine short and simple, just like the guy who I'm about to name. Frank Gore, starting running back this week. Could easily find the end zone twice, and that's all you need from him. Hey, man, TJ Yeldon's out there. <laughs> yeah, he has not touched the ball this year. I'm, I'm, he doesn't need to with Singletary and Gore. Well, he might touch it this I week. I mean, he's pretty, much a, he's pretty much a guaranteed Whatever happened 35 to carries for 100 yards and a touchdown this really? week. Really? Oh, yeah. All right, Michael. I look forward to it every week. Michael's, <clears throat> Michael's Michael Dixon Minute of the Week. I reached out to Michael Dixon on Instagram last week. Did not get a response, surprisingly. But I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to time this segment, too. So if we could... You want to hang on yeah, real quick? Keep it on our yeah. minute. All right, starting. <laughs> Last week, in half the punts, only at four this coming week, 51.3 yards of average, up from 47 last week, two inside the 20. So that's even more impressive that he had 50, over 50 yards of average and two inside the 20, along of 59. The man is just not human. He is a robot back there, just kicking anything and everything and getting substantial yards and... This brings me pain that we're playing Oklahoma State this week because I have to throw back 
four years ago, so two home games ago against Oklahoma State, a mysterious Puna Ford hold, defensive uh. holding. Charlie Strong gets upset, 15-yard penalty. Oklahoma State kicks a game-tying field goal with about two and a half minutes left. We get the ball back, go three and out, of course, because we offense didn't, didn't nope. exist back then. Was that Michael Dixon is back to punt, bobbles the snap, catches it, turns around, kicks it out of bounds for a minus six-yard punt, puts Oklahoma State in field goal position, and they kick the game-winning field goal. Time. Wow. Wow. Perfect timing. That's Just like a, every Michael Dixon that's punt. That's been quite a dramatic MMDMW. No, uh, moving on from that, I want to get your opinion on this. Actually, you too, Michael. Let's hear it. You guys are both Macomb students, is that correct? That's correct. See, me over here just as a... Do you have a job? I do not. Oh, uh, okay. Just making you sure. you work at, for Indeed? <laughs> no. Dang it. Well, they give the business students yeah. that you guys are, I want to know what what the stock stock market's looking like. Oh, yeah. Let's take G- a look Give at a the couple markets. players. Give me a couple players. Yeah. I'll let you know. All right. What do you, all right. Let's start. I don't know. First thing off the top of my head, Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, I wonder why. Well, that's quite up. Stock up. Stock up. Panthers Achilles receivers. Let's move on to a harder one. So this and is by a- Panthers receivers, I am only talking DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. Okay. Hold. I- Neither up nor down because we saw Cam Newton, who could not throw the ball in the first couple of weeks, and if Kyle Allen can throw the ball at all, that's any upgrade. Philip yeah. Lindsay. Rough, but down. Duke Johnson. Unfortunately, down. OJ Howard. But I think he's a he's a target. OJ Howard, down. Tariq Cohen. Non-existent. They did not use him. <laughs> week like one, he was like their, Week one, he was their second receiver, and then week two, they just didn't use him. He Tariq Cohen. I didn't. I don't have him in any teams, but I I was pretty sure he was going to have a good year. But yeah. look at him now. Some trade targets. I my number one trade target right now, Mike Evans. But besides him, DJ Moore, D, uh, Cam Newton. I think will be back. To form in three weeks, I want to say. I don't think this is a long-term foot thing. I think he looked really bad, but I think he comes back. DJ Moore had, I think, around 180 yards and I think 19 targets for the first two weeks and no touchdowns. He, I mean, you love to see those kind of no-touchdown stats over the first few weeks. It's like he's playing Texas. (laughs) Really? (laughs) When he was at Maryland. But but I I would totally target him. and the other guy, I'm targeting Devontae Adams. If if you earn friends and family leagues, one hundred percent agree with you on that one. This one pains me to say, but well, I guess not because it means he's going to be better than what he has been. But Joe Mixon and wait a week because he's probably not going to play well this week against Buffalo. They got a really <laughs> good run defense. The Bengals, we know what the Bengals are. But Joe Mixon, even with the the crapshoot the Bengals were last year, was the AFC's leading rusher. Go get him after this week and. Not a buy, but someone I would not be selling, Chris Godwin, who's had these great two weeks. People might think, oh, I should sell high. Mike Evans exists. No. For me, if I'm a Chris Godwin owner, I'm holding and not selling even for a big premium. My guy, Tyler Lockett. Last week, after his terrible week one, this past week he had 12 targets, which is what you love to see, has not eclipsed 80 yards yet. And this is a guy who was going off last year for Hail Mary touchdowns all the time. So I love it. It's a big guy I'm targeting. Good pick. Thank you so much. Alrighty. Another guy another here. guy we're targeting in the dude of the week. Well, let's hear it's America's third favorite segment. I don't know. Dude we'll of the third. week. We'll who is your guys' dude of the week? I'm going Monday night football. David Montgomery. Shout out Karan, which is not going to be good because, well, he plays against me. But David Montgomery finally has that breakout game. I think he finds the end zone twice on Monday Night Football. My guy, Greg Olson, against the Cardinals. This isn't biased because I picked him up in a couple leagues. But the Cardinals are terrible against the tight end. The first two weeks, uh, I think it was Mark Andrews and TJ Hawkinson just absolutely torching them. Greg Olson could be in for a nice week. As long as he stays healthy. Which he's probably not going to. And I'm taking a... Crap shout at the Rams. Uh, what? Crap shout <laughs> at the Rams receivers. Woods, I think, is primed for a good game against the Browns. I think Cooks will be covered by uh, Ward most of the time. I really like Robert Woods this game. To Greedy count. Williams, dude. I really like Woods this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about your dud? I'll go first. A guy we talked about extensively earlier. Nick Chubb against the Rams. I don't think the game script's going to be in their favor at all. In which case, I don't think he's going to be utilized that much. Okay, I can respect it. For me, 
a team that we've talked at large about, Sammy Watkins, and it's mainly because, one, they're playing the Ravens, but two, it could be anyone, so you don't really know who it will actually be. What if it's him? It could be him, <laughs> but I doubt it will be because Sammy Watkins will definitely be, other than Travis Kelsey, getting the most attention on that team. Ah, it's an okay pick, I guess. Mine, as much as it hurts, I much as it hurts. Oh, please say it's a lion. No. Is it carry on? Oh. It's James Conner. Oh. <laughs> I really need James Conner to do well this week to so I can send him home, you know, <laughs> send him to the specialist place in the sky uh, off my team. <laughs> but uh, weird. Yeah. You mean I'm just to a different that. team? Yeah, exactly. I'd We're like not to take him out to the barn anytime soon. <laughs> I'd like to move us on to America's second favorite segment of the week. And there's a reason why I'm going to do this is because through two weeks, I am 6-0 and in jamming, having beaten both Noah and Jared twice Come and having on, beaten Kieran, Kieran, and Karan. Kieran and Karan. Master of the K is not doing Kuron. too well. This week, for me... I just want to say, last week was totally unfair. I would have won had I not had Deshaun Jackson, who didn't do anything because of injury. I lost to Michael by a little over five points. I'm sure I could have picked anybody up, basically, to score that amount. So in my head, I'm I'm thinking I won. All right, you can give yourself a moral victory there, but I'm glad, I am, I'm glad it's that's gonna actually count. what I, that's what I just for did for me. Quarterback Kyler Murray, two running backs, James Conner, and Mark Ingram. Oh, that was my shock there, James Conner at wide receiver, pretty easy. Kenny Galladay and Larry Fitzgerald, in my opinion, and a tight end, Marky Mark, Mark Andrews. All right, I'll go next. Good old Phil at QB, Philip Rivers. TG3 as my RB1. I can't pass up on that. Mark Ingram is my RB2. God forgives. Chris Godwin is my wide receiver one. Forgive? Hollywood Brown, my wide forgive? receiver two. And my tight end, my dude of the week, Greg Olson. All righty. I got Kyler Murray at quarterback. Chris Carson for the third week in a row. <laughs> Hat running back. Matt Breida. Ooh. Running back two. T.Y. Hilton. Wide receiver one, John Brown, my guy. Ooh. Wide receiver two, which he is. is He is a wide <laughs> he receiver is, he two. Is, he is. And Mark Andrews at tight end. I like the differences in our teams. How many similar players do we have? Me and Michael both have Mark Ingram. Me and Mike both have and Mark you Andrews. And, and that's it. Mark Andrews. That's a, that's I was going to go Brita for my RB2. That's America crazy. Good thing you did. That's why it's only the second favorite segment of the week, because there is still a little bit of disparity. Consistency. Yeah, exactly. All right. And the coin returns. We do not have a guest on this week, so we put it to the coin. Can you explain to us how this process works? I so, can't even fathom it. Excel, <laughs> the, the show's Excel God. I won't take all of that, but I'll take a little bit. Take the requirements for jamming, pop them in a little random list randomizer. First person to pop up twice becomes the person, because I, I, don't, I don't want to do it just once. I want, I want a little bit right. of sample. Makes so sense. The coin returns with Jimmy Garoppolo, the best-looking man in the league, Josh Jacobs and Matt Breida. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is his, is his status his best-looking man? And I think it's in jeopardy with Gardner Minshew. <sighs> no top. Well, he's in, he's in a different league, Gardner Minshew. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to mention this real quick. And I, <clears throat> this is, you know, I, let's check how many viewers we have right now. This is for our for everybody listening six viewers there. right now. Thank live. you. Thanks, Thanks, Mom. Mom, three league mates, one of your moms maybe. But Probably my roommate. If Gardner Shout Minshew. Shout out to 519. Shout out to 519. If Gardner Minshew is the QB1 on any week this year. Oh, I love where this is going. <laughs> I, I said this last week. It was a tough one last week. If he is the QB1 on any week this year, I will shave my beard and keep the stash. Okay? I Shave, love we it. Just the fans. We just shook hands on it. It's about the fans. It's about <laughs> I'm the a love. witness. It's about the stash. Yep. Will you also vow to hit your hand with a hammer? If Gardner, on the show. If Gardner Minshew is the QB1 on the season... I will cut oh. my hand off. How about how about two <laughs> weeks in a row? He's QB one. I will smash my yeah sure. Okay cool. Actually, back to the coin. Uh, we've never <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, like Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback, <laughs> Jacobs and Breida running back, Cooks and Ridley love those receivers, and Vance McDonald at tight end. It's a quality team. Mm-hmm. Let's right, move let's into little... some. Uh, let's get flexible in here. I love this let's segment right get here. Flexible. So flexible. we're doing this half PPR. Is that what we're gonna yeah, do? we can do half PPR, just kind of, kind of quick <laughs> names, and then quick fire. Who do you, who do you start in your flags? James Assuming White. you can't start him otherwise. James White versus the Giant, the Jets, or Miles Sanders versus the Lions. James White. Miles Sanders. James Ooh. White. 
Frank just, Gore. You really like Miles. Well, Sanders, I just ha- don't I you? just have a feeling. Um, well, last week the Patriots got up huge, and James White still found a way to score a touchdown in like a forty to seven game. But I think this week if they're up big, zero, forty to zero, the Miami Dolphins did not see the end zone. Did they not? Of course. <laughs> the best part it's is Patriots they they Stevens. had fresh paint jobs on the end zones, and <laughs> there was a tweet that Miami sent out like, "Oh, look at us in new end zones," and and, and everyone was like, "Yeah, you guys, You're not we're gonna not going to see them this week." That's unfortunate for the Dolphins. Uh, Frank Gore versus the Bengals or LaShawn McCoy against Baltimore. Gore. Easy. I'm taking Gore. 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 Yeah, yeah, I like it. Curtis I mean, Samuel in Arizona or Nelson Aguilar versus Detroit. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, Nelson Aguilar. Didn't even that matter. Was, that matchup. was easier, yeah. I like this Nelson one Nelson Aguilar is really interesting. He was, the, he was a serious option two years ago, three mm-hmm. years ago. And with the injuries, he, he's coming back over 100 yards and a touchdown. I mean – He's a big waiver wire pickup. How how but he, I mean how much of a long term option is he? Couple weeks. Right. He's yeah, no. Not not much longer. Alshon long-term. and Deshaun Beck, you're not starting him. Not even close. Cool. <laughs> DK Metcalf versus the Saints or John Ross at Buffalo. John Ross. I'm going John Ross. This is a tough one. I mean Love me some DK. Who's yeah? Who's gonna be? Who's the wide receiver one in the on the Bengals right now? I mean, who as a defense? Tyler Boyd. But who do you? But who's who you Tyler covering? Boyd. You Tyler covering Boyd. the receiver with the most yards in the league? Or John Tyler Ross Boyd? drops the ball too much. I, I love it though that John Ross is through two weeks, not including DJ Chark's night last week. The the top wide receiver in half PPR yet in rankings. He's like thirtieth to thirty fifth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how it goes. I, I mean. It's weird, but I, I mean, he's a yeah. If John Ross is not on, which is probably not possible, you're, you're taking Ross or Metcalf. <sighs> Metcalf look good. Yeah, but I'm gonna go Metcalf. Oh, good. Wow, yeah, I think two, it's a good week this week. Wow, two breakout did. receivers against two tough defenses. Scary Terry on Monday Night Football. I love him. Or Demarcus Robinson against the the Ravens. Oh, give me Terry. Give me Scary Terry. Yeah. And I'd love to make a nice little comparison. I'll take Robinson. Okay. I think Scary Terry is the Tyler Boyd of this year. Scary Terry. What are your thoughts? I think he's the, I mean, this probably. It's Tyler Boyd of last year. I mean, Tyler Boyd last year is this Scary isn't Terry. That controversial, year. but he's probably going to be the best rookie receiver in the NFL. Wow. Without it. What about Hunter Renfro? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is pretty con. I mean, you think, I mean, you smack when, that when on you the say wall. best, what are you, what are you well, saying? Who, what about me, Hollywood me, Brown? I'd rather have, I think Terry will have a better year. I'd rather have Hollywood. I'd rather well, have Hollywood. I think Terry would have seven. I have, so, I have, so you think Marquise Brown's going to be better than Tyler Boyd was last year? Well, I'm saying there are similar <laughs> types of players, okay. as in All right. get lots of targets, score I, lots of I just of don't think Hollywood can continue his rate of getting like three I catches and that getting an 85-yard break. Let me do a quick analogy. Was Tyler Boyd Patrick a rookie? Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is to Tyreek Hill as Lamar Jackson is to Marquise Brown. I think it could be that good. Wow. I think Marquise Should have picked Brown him in your jamming team with then, a lot of like quarterbacks. That's a good point. I could have. <laughs> Got to go with my guy, T.Y. Hilton. Well, it's 5.58. The lovebirds aren't here. I know. What is up with that? Let's do Let's do a little, a little let's have a little fun. Let's Just go some, 30 more minutes? Some live trade <laughs> talk on the air. All right, Michael. Me and Mike have been talking in our league. Oh, uh, here it comes. We have our, our fantasy. Wait, we ha- we've been talking? You, you would count that as talking? All right, we're talking. <laughs> a light banter. Uh, and, uh, oh, no, they're not here. <laughs> Well, okay. So I have we have each other's right fantasy up. MVPs. They're on, actually here. <laughs> oh, they are. Each other's fantasy MVPs on each other's teams, and I was like, oh my god, you that know, I have, the I have Miles Sanders. You have Deshaun. You have Deshaun Watson. Season. We should totally like do a swap. And, and that's it for the <laughs> show. Thank you for listening. Shout out that's, AJ. That's my, that's my segment. Okay, thank you, sir. Shout out to five one nine. Shout out five one. Shout out to Hib Kang. Will Curtis. Will Curtis. Nina. Michelle and Harmon. Michelle oh. Harmon. and Harmon, Noah's mom, of course, and sister of goes course, to AJ. We already for the AJ. seven Thank for you the for the seven mic. listeners. <laughs> come out at eight to the Snafu Improv Show. Yeah, presents Noah's travels. Yeah, <laughs> an entire show based off of me. Is this going to be recorded? Can I? If I can't make it, can I? No. Can I watch it later? There's going to be a select amount of people who view it, and then there will they will be killed because <laughs> it can never be. <laughs> seeing again all right everybody that's been another episode of guys being dudes fantasy football much love to everybody we mentioned and everybody else in the world much love to john brown stay healthy uh yeah john brown or john ross 
Get out of here. <laughs> What's better than this? Guys being dudes.